Hey, welcome to another If You're Bored. I'm Nate. This is Adam. And I was in the car with my wife. She, we, we had finally just got this published. And I'm in the car with my wife. She's reluctantly listening to one of the episodes. And she made the comment, this should really just be called If You Want to Be Bored. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be put to sleep while driving, um, well, which isn't I, yeah. safe. I mean, she's not our target demo. No. I don't know what our target demo is, but it's My wife's not our target demo. What did she have a comment or she? She did. She said, "Actually, I'm going to show this to one of my friend's boyfriends because he's your target demo." Oh, so it was just a her and her friend are not, <laughs> but they're going to share it with people that yeah. is target. So I don't know, whatever. I had the um, when I had a radio show in college, I would ask my girlfriend at the time. I was like, "Hey, did you listen to the show today?" And she's like, "Yeah, no, I didn't. Sorry, <laughs> I, you know, every time I'm like, what'd you think of the show? Never. Pretty unsportive. Yeah, I mean, they have to listen to me listen or talk at home, so I'm sur- sure that she just." Couldn't care. I didn't suffer from that because when I had my radio show in high school, it was uh, your radio show in high school. Yeah, I had a radio show in high school. You're such a white little Connecticut, like you know my radio. You had a radio show, show in college. Yeah, but it, not in high school. I mean, I went to public school where they couldn't even have like music because public, there was no come on, some public school radios are like make some of the best DJs. <laughs> Obviously, well, okay. not you. Not me, clear, <laughs> clearly not me. No, um, but it was just funny that like. Yeah, my wife's never going to listen to this. So we've both had a radio show in our past. A long time in A long past. time ago. Yeah. And wildly unsuccessful, but we were just experimenting with it and having fun. I will say that mine was actually fairly successful. Yeah? It was, was, it, played, it was played on the college radio station? Yeah, So, but what was really cool was that it was in Miami, so it was yeah. a top-tier market. We had a fair amount of listeners. Right. Um, we tried to actually buck the trend because in college, the radio, the radio station... Or most college radio stations are kind of play weird, unknown stuff. And well, it, and in the nineties, yeah, nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> I was gonna say, were you in? So you weren't really in the grunge phase where all college radio stations no. were just like no, Nirvana. We, we called it like space music. It was very, it was like early electronica. Well, meets, and you're in Miami too. Yeah, but. And not, I mean, I was definitely made fun of in high school, but the people that ran the station were severely made fun of in high school. <laughs> and you give these people power and they're going to wield it. And at the time, you know, I was an athlete and they saw this like guy come in as, you know, the athlete trying to be a radio DJ. So they, they labeled you as the athlete. Well, I, I no, I'm actually just assuming that this is what they thought okay. of me, right. but I didn't look the way that it felt right. So it, it was very clicky. I was not part of the click. And as a result, they were not super happy with the choices that I made, um, especially because I tried to really do a talk, more of a talk format. Okay, so you chose your own playlist? Uh, to a degree. We had to play a certain number of songs every every hour that they had picked, but yeah. we, we, they gave us like a list and we had to pick certain ones. And then after that, I could play whatever I wanted Okay. to a degree as well. Uh, I couldn't play like Dave Matthews Band. I played a lot of fish, <laughs> but what was cool, and I, this is like not something that we plan on talking about, but uh, at the time I'd really like when I'd come home from school in the summer, I would always go into Manhattan and go to like small rock clubs and singer songwriter and found a lot of like up and coming artists yeah, and ended up playing a lot of their stuff. Uh, and Which what, you were buying and back then you're buying the CDs. Buying the CDs, bring them in and saying, hey guys, just listen to this guy, you know, at Mercury Lounge down on Houston Street and, you know. Now it's out. like you can just get listed on Spotify and right. somebody can pick you up anywhere. Yes. Uh, but guy I went to high school with was a musician and he'd sent me 
uh, his first album, uh-huh. uh, and his name was John Mayer. <laughs> so I was the really? first person oh, in shit, Miami. Right. He's to from play. Fairfield. Yeah, he was the first, and he he was, like just sent me the CD. He's like, let me know what you think. That's so funny. Started playing it, and people were like, "This is awesome! Like, oh my we God. want more of this." I have audio of me in like night or probably two thousand two thousand one talking about it talking about it and people are like who is this john mayer guy but he's really good that's so cool yeah so i like that's my claim <laughs> so you sort of broke john mayer down uh, south i i broke john mayer mayer in the uh extreme south of florida yeah it counts for a pretty big market like if you're if you're in uh columbia right now good job <laughs> uh, sorry we're drinking uh manhattan's i just spilled all I just this spilled them uh, if you're in Colombia and your name is Pablo Escobar, he probably wants the Miami market, right? <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't equate like cocaine running with uh, singer songwriter <laughs> music, but with peddling John Mayer on your yeah, and he probably would have done it on his own anyway. I just may have beaten him to yeah, a punch. You got it there a little early. Yeah, um, I do need to apologize to you up Uh-oh. front. I made you drive out of your way yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Nate emails me or, or texted me and he said, "Hey, I'm up in uh, Madison, Connecticut." What are you up to? And I said, hey, I really want to go look at this motorcycle. Let's go. It's a motorcycle you've wanted to look at for a while. Yes. Have been saying, let's go to the shop this day, this day, this day. Right. And then when we were like, okay, yeah, let's actually go. Oh, no, sorry. I have to take care of my daughter. Or no, I actually (laughs) can't go this weekend. Yeah. And Uh, and that's actually very true. Uh, So I finally had like an afternoon free. I asked you to come. You were an hour and a half away or something like that. I mean, it was definitely My wife was out of town. The fact of the matter is, is that you drove out of your way to m- watch me sit on a bike for about 10 minutes yeah. and then do an hour drive back to your house. But it is all in support of something that I need you to partake in right. for and the that rest is, of your life. Uh, cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start running yeah. cocaine in the back Brookfield, of the Brookfield, Connecticut. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Miami of the North, it's actually known as. <laughs> yeah we were talking about miami and and escobar wanted to target that market he's got to come up here yeah this is well i think he's dead in fact i know he's dead you're right you're right um yeah so uh uh, nate is trying to get me to get a motorcycle uh just so he has someone else to ride with we have a buddy paul who he rides with who actually came to my house today so yeah we tried to we really wanted to sucker adam into this he's always said you want to get your motorcycle license that's not the issue uh but the funny thing is when you told your wife i want to go (laughs) to my uh, motorcycle safety course and get my license and then get a motorcycle. She's like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? Well, no, no, no. So I said, I want to get my license. She yeah. said, that's awesome. You definitely should. And then I said, that would then mean the that I end up follows. by a motorcycle. No. Right. Which no way. Is- <laughs> not happening, Adam. No. That's like, it's like training for a marathon, but not running a marathon. Like why uh, even yeah. bother? All right. Maybe that's a bad and it's like it's like you going to get your pistol permit and then saying but i also want to buy a pistol well yeah what except that one would kill me and the other one would kill other people uh you'd be surprised i don't know um yeah so you're right the pistol would kill you and the motorcycle would kill other people (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean based on how i drive things and we have a we have a buddy pat sykes who um he let me borrow his uh, jet skis like all the time. And every time I get, got one back really? to him, it was just destroyed. <laughs> I, I found every. I didn't realize that. I, yeah. I, I ran over every dark colored t-shirt floating in Long Island uh, Sound. And whatever just, lobster pot was in front of me. Like, oh, what's that? I wonder what yeah. this feels like as it runs under the jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, if you're listening, don't ever lend him anything. 
Oh, he, he knows this. Yeah. I, I think I cost him over like a couple thousand dollars. Good. So let's go into business with him. Yeah. That's the other thing. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why I'm not charging you guys for any of the upfront costs that I'm throwing. Yeah. yeah like, I got this, guys. It's been padded and all the damage you've done. Yeah. So back to the motorcycle tip. Um, I have this. I've always wanted to get my motorcycle license. And by always, I mean in the past 15 years. Um, I didn't. You And you have ridden scooters before. Like I've, I've on ridden vacations scooters. and stuff. I was at a bachelor party in Key West and we all rented scooters and every other person, we were very drunk and (laughs) (laughs) the statute of limitations is over. Everyone else crashed theirs. I did not crash mine. Uh, So you are the best drunk scooter rider in Key West during 2006. Okay. Yes. Um, But I I really enjoy it. Um, But growing up, my mom said I wasn't allowed to do three things. I, couldn't ride a motorcycle. I couldn't play football, which, given my small stature growing up, was not a problem. And I couldn't get a tattoo. Okay. So I've never played football. I could be a fairly decent kicker for like a D5 school. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a tattoo, mostly because I hate needles. And <laughs> uh, so that really left like, hey, I'm my own man. I'm You're like, all right, I'm 18 now. I'm breaking out. And by 18, I mean I'm 39. Right. It's time. I'm going to rebel against my parents. Yeah. But then you ago. married a woman who is a mom. And I, well, she wasn't a mom when I married her. No, but she's like a mom. She's very much like a mom. She's responsible, which is yes. healthy. Which is good for me because yeah. I need that. You need you need some sort of direction in your life. But <laughs> No, no, no. I don't need direction. Well, I do need direction too. But guidance. she doesn't give me direction. She just She's kind of like hitting like the volume button. She's like, let's turn that down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let's step back from that. Yeah. A little Adam. So, uh, no, I think she is in, she probably is in support of it, but you're right. Like, even if I, I've come to your house in the past and she won't even sit on the back of the motorcycle and just go take a ride down the street. Right. So I can understand why she's afraid of it. My wife enjoys sitting on the back of the motorcycle and going for a ride. She requests it from time to time. And so we need to get I think that's just your wife looking to get out of a loveless marriage. She's hoping that you get into an accident, you know, <laughs> you or her gets paralyzed. Or but it's she's worth it. sitting on the back of a motorcycle and it's just so loud that she can't actually talk to me. So she doesn't have to hear my voice for 30 minutes. Is that oh, what you're getting God, at? That would be amazing. Dude, I, we've been talking for what, 15 minutes? And I'm already sick of your voice. Yeah. So you're just like, just, Nate, please throw me in a motorcycle so I can <laughs> talk to you. Yeah. But they have this new technology. It's called Bluetooth. And yeah. you can get these headsets and you can talk to everybody. Oh, man. Yeah, group riding. So this is this is the thing, and that you bring this up is I I love the idea of motorcycles. I love the way they look, but I think I might just be more into the gear. Really? Well, I don't know. I mean, no, I clearly like I would what love the to leather learn. jackets because I can find you a different activity <laughs> that gets you into the leather. That's if that's fair. what you really no. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. But we had we were down in uh, Brooklyn over the summer, and we went, we stopped into what Union Street Garage? Yeah, Union Garage. Union like Garage, just outside Red Hook. Yeah. Or in Red Hook. Uh, and it was this awesome place. And I was like, I want to buy everything in here because the helmets were cool. Yeah. The the jackets were cool. Like, I just love the look of it. And I love kind of the history of it. You know, I in my mind, I picture these like aviators who were like fighting in World War II. They came back. They kind of had that like that love of speed and danger in their yeah. blood. And they clearly couldn't get that, you know, driving a 57 Chevy. And you probably saw some of your first motorcycles in Indiana Jones. Uh, remember the yes. the Nazis driving around on those motorbikes chasing him, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to be a Nazi." Yeah. No, no, forget the Nazi <laughs> part, but like the sidecar stuff. 
Uh, a little bit. I will say that my, my I had a friend growing up, incidentally, who now fabricates motorcycles. What? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a friend he? growing up. I haven't talked to him oh. since like nursery school, but I remember <laughs> his his dad used to take us on his motorcycle, and that was awesome. Um. So, what was that? Hello. I don't know what the heck that was. Sorry, guys. We're still like broadcasting out of my home office. Um, so it's, uh, I think it's called Eastern Fabrications. The guy was Locke Baker. His name was Locke. Locke. Uh, oh, that's but, a badass motorcycle name. Yeah. And he was doing some cool stuff. Let me pull up his, uh, his site right here because you might want to check it out. But, um, Locke Baker, his father used to take us out on his motorcycle. So I definitely like. And these are motorcycles that he made? He fabricated? Uh, I don't believe so. No. Okay. All right. So anyway, so we got into this by going to Indian motorcycles because you're in love with that Scout Bobber. So I am absolutely 100% in love with the Scout Bobber. And we finally got to see it in person because we've seen it on the website. And I, you know, I said, yeah, it's a great, it's a good first bike. And he was afraid, you were afraid that it was too much of a bike as a first one. Seeing it in person, it is is a substantially sized bike, which is great because you don't want to be. What on do you a, mean by that? You like like big size? Yeah, but it, but you don't want to be on like these tiny little two hundred and fifty cc Hondas that you'll probably use in your in your safety class because right. you as soon as you get comfortable on the bike, you're going to outgrow it in two seconds. So you need something okay. that is substantial. So, but that was really my question: is like how much. How much bike do I want right now? I mean, I, considering I've never actually ridden a bike. Don't define it in terms of CCs, like horsepower and, and, okay. and bike. You don't want a Ducati. You don't want to be anything anywhere near that. You don't okay. want a BMW SS1000R. Or this S1000 from a guy whose first bike was a BMW. Yes, but it's a different type of BMW. Okay. It's a sport touring BMW. So it's geared down. The The, the torque and the ratios are different. Okay. It is a... You're right. It's a slightly more aggressive feel and stance in your riding position. Um, right. But your first bike as a an Indian Scout Bobber is not an issue. And that's what I was talking to the guy yesterday who's who had a name tag that said Dave, but then I he gave me his card and it said Bill. Oh, really? Bill Dave. So I'm calling. Yeah. I had David. On his, on his card? card? I had Bill. 100% Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, we walked in there as two, like... Pretty boys from Fairfield County, and I'm sure he was like, "Well, yeah." He's like, "Screw this guy. He doesn't actually know how to ride motorcycles." (laughs) So let me pass him off to my friend, who's a newbie here. And uh, this guy, yeah, he's got a motorcycle. He looks apart. Yeah. So not actually. (laughs) You were wearing wearing a a Patagonia. Yeah, probably was in a vest. vest. Yeah. Um, but man, like it's just something about that bike, and having sat on it, it just clicked. And how about the pipe slip-ons? So. That's the other thing, and and again, going back to our friend Paul, who has a Harley, who's very proud of how loud his Harley. It's got a Harley Davidson Breakout, which is a new model for them. It was new last year, and this and Paul has been into motorcycles. At some point, we'll have him on. Yeah, um, we absolutely have we, to. We want to talk to him some more about about bikes because he knows a hell of a lot more than we do. Probably specifically about Harleys and the different yeah. things that you can do to it. But still, um, he's ridden. He used to have an old Sportster. He rode it across the country. He took highways to Chicago. And then old Route 66 from Chicago to wherever it goes, L.A.? Yeah. L.A.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes right through the Southwest. Okay. I think it ends in Santa Monica, maybe. All right. So he, he took the old Route 66. Which is amazing. All the way. I mean, and this is on a bike. tiny, tiny ass bike. That's not a big bike. He's not a big person. But still, the fact, if you were to tell somebody, yeah, I rode my Sportster across the country, they'd be like, whoa, that's, I'm just, Okay. That's awesome. You took that bike cross country. So he had obviously a love affair with that bike, the fact that it, it got him that far, but he always wanted more bike. 
So finally, okay. yeah, after, I was always wondering why he upgraded. He was all, he's been talking about it for like last six years. He goes, yeah, you know, I got this Sportster. It's nice, but I, I really, there's a different bike that I want. I really want a bigger bike. You know, this is just a little baby bike. Paul takes great care of his bike, his yeah. old one included. So yes, he went back to the dealership and traded it in, you know, whatever. He just said, all right, I've been keeping my eye on this bike for a while. I've wanted to upgrade. I'm surprised that someone who ran or, or rode a, an awesome trip like that would want to give up his bike. Like, I know you. I know. We were even talking yesterday that the Indian dealership, you're like, I don't want to sell my bike. And I, I haven't even done I mean, I, I haven't done anything really cool on the bike. It's just the fact that it's my first motorcycle. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to sell it. I, yeah. I rode, to, rode it to the Canadian border and back with my dad in two days on basically two roads. So like cool. to me, okay, that's, that was a cool trip and that was a fun trip. And I got, <clears throat> I got to take it with my dad. But, um, as I was riding home today with Paul, uh, first of all, it's hysterical. I'm sure other Harley riders that see Paul riding with me, like yeah. the stupid Euro high vis jacket, full <laughs> helmet on a BMW. They're like, that guy is a really good friend to him on the BMW. But no, you know what, man? That's that like... It shouldn't have that. You're right. It it's should that not bullshit, have that. Harley. I'm yes. a Harley rider and therefore I'm better than it's you are. It's 100% like the image and the, you know, the culture. Yeah. Which is why I like immediately from the beginning was like, no, no, I don't want anything to do with a Harley or anything with that style bike. Yeah. And I fell in love. The whole reason that I have this bike is because my dad has basically the exact same model. All right, so let's go into this. I know that this is a little off topic with Paul. But... Yeah. We'll get back to him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always get back to Paul. Yeah. Um, how did you get into motorcycling? Motorcycling? Motorcycle riding? Riding? Motorcycling? The riding? That's a new thing. So I, I wait. If I coin that term, motorcycling? Yeah, that's my that's my new term. I don't. Uh, you're probably not the one coining I, it. I'm pretty sure I am. Okay. I'm like a hundred percent sure. I'm gonna go motorcycling this weekend. Yeah, I love it. And by All the right. way, you owe me five dollars for using that term. Oh, it's trademarked. Yeah, TM baby. All right, registered now. Um. You should probably do that tomorrow. So I, I this is what I know about you. I know that your father rode, or father had a, a very similar bike to what you had, and therefore you kind of... Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how much he rode uh, growing up. You didn't have to have your license back then. Um, Wait, is that true? Yeah, you just buy two wheels and ride. I don't know when the law came out in Connecticut specifically um, where you had to have an actual license, but I know... He, I'm pretty sure he was grandfathered in um, to not need really a motorcycle license. Regardless, he he did get his license, but he was <clears throat> when he was living only like two miles or three miles from the train station. I was off in college. A couple other siblings were in college, and so we all had the cars, you know, whatever that were in the family. Right. Um, and he needed a way to get to the train. When I was in high school, my deal was if I wanted the car, I had to take him to the train. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's ignore the fact that my younger brother just got a car. And wait, Charlie? No, Will. Really? <laughs> Basically. How did that happen? Now I'm gonna. I get... mean, I thought I always feel like Charlie is like the the good. Well, he so son. Charlie ended up going to a different school. Um, okay. By the time he was seriously driving, and both Will and I were in college, or I was in college at that point. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, we had different schedules, uh, Will and I, and my deal was if I wanted that particular car um, in of the family cars, I had to take my dad to the train. So I said, okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. And so I took him the mornings that I wasn't doing radio <laughs> or the mornings <laughs> right. that I didn't have rowing You were doing the drive time. Yeah, I know. Uh, literally 
my radio station was for like the four people in line driving up to school because our our radio uh, signal strength was so poor it was like a mile and a quarter we were competing with this huge radio station in long island and well, we just we couldn't we didn't oh, overpower oh really you had the yeah. same uh same yeah, we had this we had the same frequency and so this it's been update it's up been upgraded since then so can i tune into what is it st luke's 91.9 wslx oh my god yeah i hate that that um, whole thing i hate all of that wow we are really off on a, a tangent here but i covered um hurricane katrina uh on our oh, radio the hurricane that happened when i was like 27 and working you were and- not 27 that was in 04 no george no. bush no oh, wait no well george, george bush, bush was, was definitely yeah, there right. hold on to the internet i'm almost positive it was 04 no it's at least 2006 oh if it was 06 it's depressing hurricane yeah you're right Katrina. you were 27 yeah 2005 all right okay okay um oh wait but no there's no way i could have been covering because it, it was in august uh all right because I wasn't in school. Why are you lying on this podcast? I don't know, man. But you are so good at selling lies that I'm, I'm gonna like, get. Okay, that's I'm gonna get right. killed. All right. So first, I'm gonna get killed by Will for throwing him under the bus of just getting a free car, and now I'm gonna get Will, your brother, killed by my wife, who says I love to white lie nonstop. To just you like, absolutely do. And and here's the thing: yeah. I believe everything that comes out of your mouth, and you're like, yeah, you know, when I was like. 16 i used to like fly jets and i'm like oh that tell me more about that all right so actually no but this you're right that reminds me of a good story when i got my helicopter license oh uh, yeah yeah, in high school and it was it was probably 05 or 06 might have been right before i graduated yeah Um, and you were actually doing the radio show from the helicopter no, we didn't do the radio show from the helicopter. Okay. The guy that I, I hosted with was a little afraid of heights. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah. I did cover uh, Hurricane Sam that hit oh. uh, Florida in that fall. Yeah, that was tough. So, oh, my God, those dude, people. No, no, yeah. but I we had it easy. We were just picking up you know guys that needed some <laughs> rescue at the end. The, yeah, the NOAA awesome. pilots who have to fly in the hurricane, they're way more badass than You're that. such a freaking liar. I know. Liar. <laughs> I know. Uh, so back to it. Um, yeah, I the deal was I had to drive him to the uh, to the station if I wanted the car, and then right. he eventually said it's not that far of a ride. I don't need another car. I think we returned one. It was on a lease or something, <clears throat> and he said I'm going to go get a scooter, or I'm going to go okay. get two wheels. And he went down to um, uh, a, a motorcycle shop or something. Did John and- Kelly say I'm going to go for two wheels? I know that's not how your dad I don't know if he said that. I don't think he said that to me. Maybe he said that to my mom. Yeah. He's like, Cordy. Cordy, it's time. It's time to be a badass. Yeah. I need to pull out the leather jacket. Oh, he has a leather jacket that says Michael Jackson on the back of it. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Like a Jackson 5 tour or something. No, wait. Like 100%. Yeah, hold on. I'll find it because we I, still have dude, it. Dude, that one definitely didn't make it into the goodwill pile. Why you don't rock that on a daily basis is beyond me. Well, no, shoot, Halloween already happened. All right, maybe I'll wear it for Thanksgiving. Love it. <laughs> That's wait the Jackson Five. It's tour? I, I forget like if when, it's Michael Jackson or Jackson Five. But well, it could be. I mean, Michael Jackson was part of. No, the of course five. I know, but I'm like wondering if it was when he was on his solo stuff. Or so your was, dad bought a scooter, right? Yes, first. but now remember, it is a it was a four hundred and fifty cc scooter, like something that maxes right. out one hundred thirty miles an hour. Right, so that's a comfortably sits too. Okay, one hundred percent, very substantial. And the whole the whole reason that he liked it was first he can ride it down to the station. Right. It was big and comfortable. He wasn't whilst wasn't like wearing a, his Michael Jackson leather jacket. Yeah, it was a, he was business business casual oh, at this point. Oh, he, Not that, even casual. Like she was the, wearing suits. The MJ was reserved for the Sunday afternoon. Driving. That was for the weekends. Okay, one hundred percent for the weekends. <laughs> 
Um, he no, he'd wear his suit. He'd literally wear a suit and put on a helmet. Yes. And the scooter had a you know a big under seat storage. You put his helmet in there, lock it up, leave it at the train station. You Love didn't it. have to have a parking pass at the station, so that right. was the other thing. You don't have to pay the which stupid honestly stupid fees around here. Like that's kind of the big selling point right now, especially in like if you live on a Metro North line going into New York City. It's ridiculous. Like just having like I, I think my wife pays something like it's it's. But the fact that you even have that parking pass is like gold. Yes. Because in New Canaan, the waiting list is like seven or eight years. Yeah, I think in Westport where we live, it was like why do they? Is that like the average of how many times? Like every seven or eight years, somebody dies and then you get their parking pass. I don't understand wait lists. I think honestly, it's like it's like holding on to it's like through its legacy, it's it's heritage. It's like holding on to it and like if you want it, it's like selling like the same thing happens at country clubs. It's like, oh, yeah. sorry, there's a waiting list of nine years for this country club. Well, uh, fine, country clubs, pe- those people are dying like left and right. That's just an old person's thing. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Wait, you're not part of the country club anymore? Heck no. You didn't get a vertical membership? No. So technically, I <laughs> I lost that when, when I turned 26. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I could have joined as a junior member, but even then, it's uh, it's not for me. It's not that it's not for me. It's definitely not for my wife. Oh, and it's not God for me no. either. Like if we have three uh, or four kids, I then mean, I get it. It's like a great summer yes. babysitting and activity thing. Yes. Um, but yeah. how are we talking about Let's country clubs forget, and motorcycles? Forget the country same. clubs. This is welcome to Fairfield County, everybody. God damn it! So we got a scooter. Let's get back on this. And and I learned, you know, I learned quote unquote learned how to ride the scooter. So he would let <laughs> it's like you riding a bike. Ride. What was your dad's uh, motorcycle experience before this? He, I think he, he rode when he was a, a kid. Okay. But just like beaters that they had around the neighborhood or somebody, you know, he grew up in the area where you could just swap out the engine out of the back of a VW bus with basically any other VW engine. That's awesome. And they did that all the time. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, we want 300 horsepower today. I honestly, Throw the engine. I think your dad told me the story of him and his brother, yeah. maybe, replacing one of the VW vans. 100% with, his brother. With a lawnmower. Yep. And they couldn't get up a hill, but they could get but to someplace. But they could someplace. run it straight. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I wish you could do that today. It's not like all today. computers today. But he, uh, when he bought the uh, scooter, the guy, the salesman said to him, uh, he goes, yeah, sure, Mr. Kelly, I'm, I'm going to sell this to you, but I guarantee you... Within 18 months, you're going to be back here wanting a motorcycle. He's like, yeah, maybe, probably, but whatever. You know, this right. this fits my needs right now. So he got it. And sure enough, of course, like in under two years, he wanted a motorcycle. <laughs> and I forget how he settled on his BMW R1100S. Yeah. Um, but I remember uh, we were away for the weekend when he was negotiating the deal with this guy. And I went when um, when he went to test ride the bike. And first of all, he oh, like, wow. okay. he peeled off. He actually bought it from a guy in Fairfield. Um, he took off in the driveway and the fact that I even saw him knowing how to work the whole clutch and yeah. gears and stuff, I was like, Whoa. So he actually does know how to ride a motorcycle. That's I, awesome. was, I was impressed. I was like, Hey dad, nice yeah. job. And your had your dad ever expressed like growing up that he was interested in motorcycles or nope. was this, nope. this was out of left field. Kind. Yep. I was like, Oh, okay. But I, you know, my dad is a man of many talents or just knows a lot of things. So he buys that motorcycle and at that point, instantly, thinking, it was in the garage, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is a good-looking bike!" And you I loved one. it. Okay. It's not that I I wanted one on my own because yeah, so I was you still, had, up until this point, you never considered getting a motorcycle. No, I'd like I knew of them, but I 
and I think I'd ridden a um a dirt bike at a neighbor's house. Okay. Uh, which was cool, but like I didn't yeah. I didn't really ever consider the the concept of them actually being on the road. When you got the scooter and I rode that around the block a couple times, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of cool. This is there's something right. freeing about this. And then he got that bike, and I saw it, and I was like, damn, that thing looks so good. And every time I walk <laughs> in the garage, I'd walk past it and be like, oh, it's such a good-looking bike. So we should mention to the listener that you own almost the exact same bike as your father. A year newer. It yeah. has ABS uh, and heated grips. Oh, it does um, have heated grips. It does have heated know. grips, oh which God. makes all the difference so in this weather. Let's, what was the difference between you and your – like, how, how did that happen where your dad got the bike and then you ended up getting the bike? I graduated, um, moved back home. Nice. I moved like, away. E- like every precious, yes, spoiled American firstborn son. Yeah, firstborn son. <laughs> well, it seems like Will got got the car, man. So I don't know if you're. Spoiled. Yeah, but see, because the first, the oldest, they test all the the yeah. Uh, say nightcaps. All the um, <laughs> uh, what are the? Why am I spacing on the fucking term? I don't know, man. Curfew. Oh. Test the uh, test the curfew. Or the nightcap. Nightcap. You drink this. Wheel. Yeah, same. I don't know. Seems similar. They test the curfew. They test you know all the waters with the the oldest. Yeah. Whether it's a girl or a guy, it doesn't matter. Right. Absolutely. Um. Uh. But anyway, so I I was at home. Um. And I thought to myself, I want to go take my safety course. Like at a minimum, get my license. Okay. And it was more just like I had the time to go get my permit. Right. And you get your permit, you have to get your license within. Six months, I think. Um, maybe not. Oh, maybe oh, even shorter than that. Sixty or ninety days. I forget in Connecticut. So you get it. You have to like go through the course. But you can't yeah, well, take no, you can let it lapse and then just go get your permit again. But you have to pay the testing fee and you have to take the uh, ten question test. So yes, before you go to your safety course, you have to go get your permit. But it's literally a ten question multiple choice test, uh, okay. and it might cost you twenty bucks, fifty bucks. Right, serious question: Did did you answer C on everything? Uh, I have no idea. You're right. That's a good technique. I mean, that's what um, I do. But over 10 questions, it's not a good, maybe it's not a good technique. We should do that for our uh, drone pilot test. We will. Absolutely. I'm that's 60. That. Law of averages is pretty good there. Yeah. 75%. All you need is a 70. I love it. All I right. love it. So maybe I'll do that instead of studying. So I got, I went, I did the motorcycle uh, safety course. Yep. And it's a two day process, a Saturday and a Sunday. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, and on Saturday, the first day uh, at lunch, I went to a deli around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you get this? Where did you take the test? It was in Newburgh. So I was actually, li- I was oh, living in. You're in the shadow of uh, was in New York. Of Stewart. OCC. And OCC, you're right. Yeah. And I had no idea. I didn't realize it was that close. Uh, I mentioned Stewart because there were C 130s flying us. Well, over that's us. a huge military. The, yeah, I mean, they've got. Massive. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So there were C 130s uh, practicing touch and goes the whole time that we were in this parking lot. And it was like. I, I, I may be wrong in this, but I think like after 9 11, that's where all the uh, like. Uh, military was flying out of to like guard oh, to Manhattan. Go. Oh, really? Like they were running Probably, like you know, right. F-22s. Between there and um, New Jersey, whatever yeah. that, that big air base is down there. Yeah. 100% I believe it. Um, so I went during lunch. That uh, might have been a white lie. That might have been a Nate Kelly white lie. Oh my God, you just pulled a Nate Kelly. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but I'm pretty sure Space Aliens landed in Newburgh. Hey, I'm not going to I'm not gonna Google that one. I won't fact check you. Thanks. Or I'll call you out in the next episode. Uh, um, so uh, you need another drink, huh? Yeah, I so I made these Manhattan's. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'm milking mine. Yeah, you are. I'm just clearly I'm making up for something. Do you want to get one? Uh, yeah, I'll get one soon. Okay. Um, well, finish your story and then so we'll, we I, gotta take a break anyway. During lunch, um, 
I went out, got a sandwich, and then I knew there was a Harley shop nearby. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I was like, whatever, like, let me just go. You're like just getting your license. You're like, I'm going to go get a Harley. No, I just wanted to go to the shop, just like yeah. walk around. We had It was a super long lunch hour for whatever reason, like almost two hours. And the deli was five minutes away. Who needs that much time? You don't think the Harley like strategically or the Harley place strategically placed themselves with <laughs> near like, a testing? Site. Yeah, no, the testing actually the testing was done at the Motorcycle Museum of America, wow, which is based in Newburgh, New York, not at OCC. Oddly enough, the Motorcycling Museum of America. Yes, so the Tron bike was actually there. The the, the modern one. Oh, the modern. Oh, dude. Yeah. So That's like sweet. the full hubless wheel concept. Yeah. Which was really weird to look at. Designed by Daniel Simon, who is an amazing industrial designer. Really? Like, absolutely. I have a bunch of his books. I highly recommend checking out. So maybe out. we need to go to the museum. I would I would love to go. I actually wouldn't mind going to OCC too, but I see and you're right. I want to go to OCC and I've asked my dad, like, hey, do you want to just ride up to Newburgh and take yeah. back roads and stuff? Oh, like make it a destination. Perfect. Absolutely like, perfect. What's in Newburgh? I was like, Orange County Choppers. He was like, Why? Really? Why <laughs> well, not? Like, we ride to other really random destinations, like a reservoir. Like, what the... F- yeah, it's not that far away, either. I mean, it's No, it's not. No, you take back roads to... It's like two hours, maybe. Yeah, yeah you're right, at most. Um, so, I stopped there, and um, it's mostly a Harley shop. Yeah. And I'm walking around, and boom, in a pile of bikes somewhere outside <laughs> is this silver BMW R1100. Just like your father's. I mean, to a degree. Basically identical. There was some pinstriping on it. Okay. Um, and yeah, but as far as anybody else is concerned, you look at it, it's, it's an identical bike. Right. And I was like, holy shit. So I, I asked them about it and they're like, oh yeah, we got it on a trade in blah, blah, blah. Um, we don't really know what it is. They didn't hardly do They didn't know shit about it. Yeah. It was like in a complete foreign object to them. I was like, wait a second, this is a motorcycle. You can't even just look on Google what a BMW R1100S <laughs> is. They had no concept of what it was. That's funny. So I said, okay, I'm coming back tomorrow. So I wow came back on Sunday. They were open on Sunday, which was really nice. Um, so you have an I you're you're in your mind like I, I I don't know just knowing my relationship with my father. I don't know if I'd want to get the same bike as he just because I want right. to separate myself. You're yeah you're right, and I'd want to hopefully inherit that bike or like when he <laughs> wants to. Is your dad okay? Is he healthy? Oh, he's super healthy. You're okay. Right, I wouldn't inherit it for like thirty years. Um, that's kind of that's still fucked up. Or <laughs> that, that went through your mind. No, no, I, I, maybe I didn't I'm think hoping I was my dad dies so I can get that bike in thirty years. But I just, I maybe I imagine. I never imagined that he would grow out of that bike and want to go into something else, right. and then I would buy and it from him. Yeah, and I was like, wait a second, I am obsessed with the bike that he has, and if I get any other bike, I'm just going to look at his with envy. So maybe the better question is, how much research did your dad put in before buying that bike? I have no idea. No. He. Knowing him, he put research in. Okay. 100%. So he knew, like, going in. He, did he buy it new? Probably. No, he bought it used from a guy. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. From a private seller who also had, coincidentally, he had, like, one of the quintessential classic 1965 or 1969 uh, R69S BMWs, which, oh, like... My. Today go for thirty, forty, fifty grand. Holy shit! Uh, in his garage, and I was like, "Oh, wait, that's the BMW that I want." What are you, you going to sell that one? He goes, "No, I'm actually selling this one, so I ride that one more." <laughs> that's smart. Uh, I was like, "Okay, that's that's fair." A completely different type of riding. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, those bikes are beautiful. Like that's that would be um, if I were to buy a dumb motorcycle, that yeah. would be the dumb motorcycle to get. I love it. 
Um, cause that's like going to town and back home and that's it. There was that awesome 65 or 69, uh, BMW 69, 69. <laughs> childish. Uh, so I went back on the next day, the Sunday. So wait, let me get this, but like you just go out of nowhere. Like I just want to go to a motorcycle shop during my lunch break. Did you assume that you were going to buy a bike that quickly? No, hundred percent not. But I went there the next day and I just had my mind, I'm putting a deposit down on this bike. And so I like... And you were in college? Or no, you were just no, no, out no. of college? I was out of college. Uh, two years out. And so I said, can I put a deposit down? And they're like, yeah, sure. hundred bucks, fine. I was like, yeah, hundred oh, okay. bucks. So like, whatever. <laughs> put it on the credit card. And then I came home, I was like, dad, I found the ideal bike. And it was, it was his bike. <laughs> did, did he... <sighs> he... So this is yeah, I mean, what, what we get to... He was like, sure, you can can we go check it out? And I was I was like, Yeah, actually I need you to test ride it because Oh shit. <laughs> so yeah. this is what we were getting at yesterday yes. when you were looking at a motorcycle. Right. I joking. Like, Nate, I need to go look at these motorcycles with you because if I want to test ride them, and that's, you have to test ride right, them. That's so awkward. So it depends on the shop. And Paul was talking about this today. Um some shops will let you go on a fresh license or like at least right. around the parking lot if you have no license. Right. Uh, this shop was like, yeah, you need to have your license for at least a year in order for them to let you the, the test shop. Oh, your shop. Your the, shop. Yeah, yeah, The Harley shop. So I had to go back up there with my dad. So we drove up there the following week. Um, Which is kind of, I mean, I don't know. I think that's, co- that's a cool like connection with your father to yeah. like have him go and say yeah this is the bike for much you. cooler connection when we killed those hogs together but um, <laughs> I, know you, I know you can't relate to that i cannot I, uh, second amendment needs to go away that's <laughs> literally the second amendment it's not like the 24th this is true um so yeah so he went up with me the next weekend and uh was he thinking at this time like this is a good deal like you should absolutely do this yes but he didn't say that to me verbatim okay but it's just like can you afford the bike yeah okay um and and so all right let's go let's go check it out let's see you you didn't look at any other bikes at this point no i mean i mean like looked at bikes i'd observed other bikes but not nothing seriously it did it just didn't even cross my mind to look at anything else wow uh so like no regrets or anything no the fact that i could find it because oh uh oh five was the last year that they made the bikes it was okay it was 99 to 05 or 99 06 or something wow um and the thing that i love about the bike that is even today it still looks like it fits the times and it is totally. just it, it's it was like bike. an instant classic is. so absolutely it to me it'll never go out of fashion and to most people it'll never go out of fashion because it's now worth more money today than it is than it was when i purchased it wait what yeah how is that possible because it's becoming a classic bike so people want want that bike the look is good it's it's like one of the last bikes that had dual exhaust running under the seats which i love they don't do that anymore they just i mean they do it like if you buy a a performance exhaust or something But i love it how clean that is yeah so everything is tight everything is nice a lot of the bikes are these stupid giant like japanese mufflers that are hanging out the side (laughs) uh which whatever it's for emissions and it's to keep things simpler and cleaner or whatever or you can mod it more right the harleys is fine because that's actually integrated into the look but i don't really like the way that it's integrated into some of the more modern bmws i i have to go back and look at them because i i'm clearly not too uh well versed on them but no but you're more into originally the indians every once in a while you send me some pretty modern so, looks well here's the thing is that I, because i don't know 
what what's cool out there. I really don't like. I'm just like, hey, that looks anything cool. is cool is anything that's cool. It's whatever's cool to you. Absolutely, but like I, whatever you feel like you're having a blast riding is right. all you should get. But right now, because I don't know how to ride a bike, it's more like I'm going off purely what purely look. And I, I think I'm kind of refining it in terms of like I love the stripped down. Uh, not so much bobber, but like really just kind of minimalist, raw and simple. Right. So like I've I've just pulled up the Husqvarna Vitpolin seven hundred one, which I love. Uh, maybe, but that's <clears throat> it's not like the Scout Bob. The Scout Bobber is like a traditional American, yes, kind of Harley esque looking bike. This is a little more sporty. Sporty. It's um, I, I not Euro, but it's like it's Japanesey. Where is Husqvarna? Sweden. Sweden. It's uh, Sweden. Sweden. So, all right, so, Euro. No. Fine, Euro. Um, it is, but I'm sure they're probably owned by some Chinese firm. <laughs> probably um, right, yeah. And then, uh, what was the other one I sent you a couple of weeks ago, which was like the Red Pill? God, I'm not going to remember that. I don't remember. But um, I really do love the, uh, just kind of the, the really minimalist, not super fancy, just kind of industrial almost looking yeah. bike. Um, even the Ducati Monster, like I, I think that I would, first of all, I would never get a Ducati Monster yeah. because I couldn't handle it. But that's um, definitely it. It's not that you would kill yourself on the bike, but you wouldn't enjoy it for the riding that you want to do. So why is that? Why it's too fast? Or? <laughs> In second gear, you'd be doing sixty or seventy miles an hour. So like the range on the on the revs is so wide, and the second that you get anywhere near that throttle, oh, it's got a surfboard rack. Yeah, that's oh, sorry. We're looking at the Deus uh, Red Pill. Oh. See, wait a second. Even forget See, I love the, it, but oh it's it's God, custom. Look at that thing. I mean, it's, all right. So, what do you have to what do you have to search for this? It's it's Deus Red Pill. Deus. How do you spell Deus? Deus. De. D e u s. Oh, Deus. 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 Like uh, sorry, like God. Um, uh, it's all, it's out of Australia though, so they've got the wrapped pipes. That's beautiful. Yeah. You didn't a, send this to me. I absolutely sent it to you. I absolutely. I, I remember it. sending it to you, and you actually commented on it. Did I it. really? Yeah. Wait, where's the oil, the oil pan, the oil uh, canister? Oh usually, God, it's in know. that. Usually, it's in that little triangle section yeah. right under the seat. I don't know. Let's uh, on wow, most that's... bikes, and like the fact that they were able to get it out of there. I don't know. It, of course, it's Australian. And it's got a surfboard rack. Yeah. No, it's just it's just an awesome looking bike, man. I just I really do. yeah yeah. But um, to see, that's a second bike or third bike. Or right. it, it's a bike that you know you're not going to ride for more than 30 miles at a time. Right. But it, it has that stripped down look of like yeah. just being kind of like industrial, looks old school. I love the uh, font on that. I yeah, mean, who, dude. Who buys a, who buys a fucking bike? You know what it looks like? What's the... um? Uh, oh my... All right. You're, you're not going to like this. It looks like the Sig Sauer um, uh, logo on their pistols. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and I'm just I'm I only thinking of that it. because totally. I was I was looking at it today. Yeah, so uh, it looks like it's got a small engine too. Probably, yeah. You're right. It is very small. You're right, and it's a single cylinder. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, you're right. It probably is a small engine, but that it's not meant to be like a huge bored out thing. Probably no, not at all. It's uh, it's a it's a cruiser. It's just like around town, you know. Bring cafe, cafe racer, cafe racer. You yeah. got your surfboard on the side, and it's gorgeous. Time. Dude, yeah. that's a good looking bike. Yeah, All right. I love it. But that's the second or third one. So you're saying first I, have good, one. I have good taste in bikes. I you just have, don't know what I'm doing. You have high quality taste. Husqvarna <laughs> was pushing it. Uh, in terms Husk, of what? I don't know. Husqvarna, it's like, that's lawn equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I think yeah. it actually absolutely is. Exactly. Although it was owned by uh, BMW 
motor ride for a while. Briefly. Briefly. Very briefly. Um, but no, you're right. It. It's a good looking bike. But it, see, I mean, like the picture of that rider, that guy yeah. is super narrow. And there's no way that rider is taller than like 5'7". Although he's Swedish. They're really tall. They're yeah. probably, that's pro- they're probably not using a <laughs> Swedish model. Uh, uh, it looks like he's in Stockholm. I don't know. <laughs> you know what the background of Stockholm looks like blurry? Uh, I don't know. It's just in um, I don't know. I really, think about the type of riding you're going to do. And yeah. I'll be honest, the type of riding you're going to do is like, hey, Nate, let's go out and take the motorcycle for, like, let's go get lunch. Or yeah. let's put the girls in the back of the bike and let's go out for an hour or two. But, dude, I'm telling you the truth. I don't think I could put a girl in the back of the bobber. You uh, you could, but it'd just be as she uncomfortable. Would be so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it'd just be as uncomfortable as as my Beamer. Wait, is it that uncomfortable? Your Beamer's. It's not that. It's not. Well, maybe super that's a better question. Is, is every uh, two seater uncomfortable? If you are in one of the big cruisers, um, either like the BMW K sixteen hundred or the okay. big Harley, uh, right, the ones Road with King like Classics, the built in like exactly, it's and, got yeah. yeah, you're right, the full radio, and it's got a literally like recliner seat for the passenger with armrests and everything. Yeah, they got like cup holders and heated seats, and, too much, and everything. Which there's definitely a time and place for that bike, right, and. 100% I'd want to do that at some point, but I'd probably want to just rent that bike. I would never buy one. That's a good call. Um, that's when it's super comfortable for the passenger. And I have a friend whose dad has one of those BMW K1600s. Okay. And when his wife is on the back, when this guy's mom is on the back of it, you have those armrests that come down and you feel like you're <laughs> sort of secured in a car because you're you're wrapped in that's there. That's so funny. And your what legs weird, are kicked back way. and, and yeah. relaxed. I know it is a little weird to think of that on a motorcycle. Uh, cause I never want to feel comfortable on a motorcycle. When I mean comfortable, like you're so at ease that you're just sort of spacing out and, and driving. Right. And that's when the accidents happen. That exactly. Yeah. So like you always want to be vigilant and riding. Paul's going to laugh at this cause like, hell no. Best way to go is on a motorcycle. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but is his, his motorcycle's not comfortable. Uh, I, I mean, it might be more you, comfortable than yours. Yes. But. And you could... No, you could go a fair amount of miles on his bike. His bike, I think he said he gets 700 miles in a tank. No, there's no way. No, that's insane. No, I mean, maybe, it. but I think it's a, a, yeah, no, it's not right. He's got like a six gallon tank. So maybe he's going 300, 350, which is still long. I get that's from Connecticut to DC. That's yeah. like amazing. He takes his bikes on much longer trips. Like he goes up to Canada pretty regularly. He goes to um, Laconia. Yeah. Uh, which I do want to do. I feel like an idiot a little bit on the Beamer. Oh, do they, are, are they looking American made or no, nothing? I, no, they're not that, they're not that stingy about it, but, okay. um, I don't know. Yeah. Just like when you go to a bunch of these big motorcycle shows like that, they, they definitely skew Harley or Indian and, you know, just sort of the, the bobber bikes. Yeah. I uh, get it. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, you know, it's American. What is this? Not uh, what you're searching. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was looking at bikes, but this is more like a. Uh, Wait, go back. What? Sorry. What was the name of your friend's? Oh, Eastern uh, Eastern Customs, Eastern Fabrications. Eastern Fabrications. I don't know why I couldn't get in there. It used to be able to get into the site. Um, Eastern Fabrications. Uh, here we go. So everything's a uh, a new build. Uh, I believe it's a new build, but I think he's kind of like customizing old. 
that's that's so it. like get an old frame or something and, yeah but he know. does like the old like 70s like yeah you're right like easy rider yeah yeah, like yeah. those are easy rider bikes yeah dennis hopper would be on <laughs> that's that bike. exactly what it is but he does it all himself you know he's kind of he's a welder he's like a big uh machine guy so cool i mean uh, yeah they're they're cool bikes yeah absolutely um, let me see if I can get them to the, uh... honestly, I think, so actually you were asking what was my first exposure to motorcycles. Yeah. Truly American chopper. Well, that was, which <sighs> is hysterical because those bikes aren't even remotely in fashion anymore. Like the huge, are they really not? They, they got so corporate so fast. Well, them specifically yes. or, or OCC. Yeah. Um, but you don't see those bikes riding around anymore. I mean, it used you, to be did you kind ever, of. A, I mean, the, the tanks were so did. small and like. In were, like Staten Island and <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Judge what you want. When you right. Say Staten Island or uh, some some other boroughs of uh, New York. But yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. 100%. The tanks are small. It's not a practical bike. It's very it's, much it's a, a, a show, show bike. bike. Yeah. Totally. But you just don't. You don't hear. <laughs> We're in an echo chamber. You don't hear anybody talking about them. Well, because we're not in that group of people. We're in the group that talks about. Uh, but how comfortable are those bikes to ride? I mean, they're super raked out. Not. They're not comfortable. No, they're in, impractical. Like you, anytime you try and maneuver that in a parking lot, that front fork just falls right over. Your handlebars just go right over. Um, so it's more just like going on a drive. like Yeah. Down, yeah. down the center of town and look at this thing and <laughs> make sure the uh, TV crew gets a good, yeah please good for video. the love of God get home, um, but yeah you're right that I I'm not wild about that raked out look I just saw that saw the show I was like oh cool you know they're I mean I love bikes. the show I, that's that's really what kind of reignited this whole like motorcycle passion for me was just kind of seeing them wrench on it like just. I loved like t- just tweaking on it and, and come up with yeah, some doing cool something. Shit. Exactly. But some of these eight bars that you have here, uh, I, there's something that's appealing about that. Like the big yeah. outstretched up high, also super uncomfortable. Right. Like Peter Fonda, right? Yeah. But yeah. super authoritative like that. Totally. And, and, and that's really what I dig about his stuff is that it's, it's, it's minimalist, but it's also very of its moment, like very of its time. And it's got that 70s like. And this is what I'm talking to you about, <laughs> buying a beater bike so that we can do the work to it. Right. And I think we mentioned this uh, on one of our podcasts, but you had said, let's go out, buy a beater bike yeah. and just work on it. Yeah. But, one that like runs. Right, right, so right. We don't have to deal with a ton of the mechanical stuff because we don't know jack about that. Right. Uh, but things that were not like, you're not afraid to lay it down in the gravel if you, you know, can't hold it totally. when you come to a dead stop. And I, I love that. I love the notion of it. I think in practice, I don't know if I can actually wrench on a bike. I don't have the tools. I don't like. That's fair. I got to move my, my wife's Volvo, Volvo SUV out yeah. of the driveway. Golf clubs. The, yeah, my golf clubs. Um, but I love the idea of it and I love learning about it. And that's really what fascinates me is like, I would, I would really appreciate kind of knowing how to, how to make a bike better and how to work on it. Yeah. And uh, I would too, cause I don't service my bike and I'm afraid to, uh, simply because on the two wheels, I'm afraid that if there's anything I even remotely mess up, the, uh, the ramifications of it are pretty big. significantly greater than a car. If I mess yeah. up, I do work to my Jeep all the time, like right. fairly basic stuff. But, but there's bike. that level of, of confidence that yeah. it's still going to protect you if you were to 
fuck it up. Oh right god, away. if one of these cylinders misfires, okay, fine, I pull over on the side of the road. I yeah, can but, I can fix it and get it to a shop. On a motorcycle, one of those cylinder misfires. Are you really thinking that you would get to the point where you could be able to work on an engine? Or even change it like spark plugs or something. Yeah, I guess so. Change the oil. I could but probably like definitely change the oil. Engine. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. no. Um, I'd I like to do the basic maintenance stuff, but then you'd want to do that on a simpler engine. I don't think 2004 they're doing anything fancy right. with the Beamers, but yeah. they're definitely more, um, they're more contained spaces in the BMW than there are in some of these empty frame yeah. uh harleys and, and indians and stuff so that's i think that's why it'd be fun to work on an older bike or a beater bike yeah but well, still there's something a little sketchy about spending only 1500 bucks on a motorcycle <sighs> and then riding it down the road well there is and there isn't i mean if you pay 1500 bucks you're either getting a very old bike it's not in great shape or it's got a small engine and it's probably good to learn on yeah so are you saying that we need to go out and buy it no i think you should get your do the sign up for the course, which Absolutely. you can't do till next year in the right. spring. Right. Um, get your license, and then I think you need to test ride or have me or Paul test ride. <laughs> that get my Indian. permission slip and yeah, my, exactly. <laughs> yeah, show up to the dealership with these, the. These uh, are my parents. My wife Lindsay says it's okay that I look at motorcycles. She actually weekend. doesn't. Did she know we were going yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. Did she ask about it when, when you got home? Uh, <laughs> did she ask about it? I, I, she doesn't care. She doesn't care anything that you do during the day. No, she definitely does care. But I think she was just like, hey, he's going to just look at a motorcycle. He doesn't, he's not going to buy it. But you posted about it on Instagram and he yeah. came home and she wasn't like, so how was the experience? You know, what was no, it no, like? No. I, you know what? I take it back. So she was like, what did you think of the bike? Like, did you like it? Uh, but I think it was more just to placate me. Not that yeah. she had any desire to know what the bike just felt to like. show that she like should show interest. Yeah. I mean, my wife is a very good wife and she <laughs> definitely does want to know that I'm happy up to a point, <laughs> up to the point of purchase. Right. And then she shatters your, your happiness and your dreams. Well, her money is my money and my money is her money. Yeah. And therefore, you know, her money is her money and your money is her money. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's more, it's more like she can come back and say, Oh, you, you spend 12 grand on a bike. That's 12 grand that our daughter's not going to have for college. Oh yeah. Heart, so I pill to swallow. Yeah. And, and, <sighs> and as I mentioned yesterday, they do finance. Yeah. <laughs> I know you should, I know you shouldn't yeah. necessarily finance. So it's a more toy. like fourteen or fifteen grand that I haven't paid toward my daughter's yeah, tuition. Five years, six month terms, two point nine percent APR. Did you finance your bike? Give good credit. No, mine was used. I couldn't. What'd you pay for your bike? It. Let's let's just lay it out. Five, Four. five grand. In what year? Twenty ten. Twelve. Twenty twelve. Twelve. So you 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 had five grand on you that you could just pay. I mean, two I years out of college, I didn't have five paying grand. rent. Oh, you were living with your parents. Living with my parents. Oh, that's easy. All right. So I was in well, in your situation. I was living in New York City. There was some assistance there. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So it like was a little bit easier then. You're right. Today, no chance in hell would I spend five grand on a motorcycle, let alone five grand on pretty much anything. Do, do you think your wife will let you? Like if you were to say, "Hey, I want to go buy five. I want to go buy this motorcycle for five grand." What do you think? 
And I didn't have a motorcycle yet. Uh, sure. Just yeah. For the she say no. Really? Yeah. The whole point was, the the best part of it was I had the motorcycle before we got married. We were dating. Right. Right. When right. I when I bought it, yeah, it but like doesn't count. Only for two years. God damn. Um, you played it. You played that well. Yeah. No. So I didn't tell you this part about the story, uh, or maybe I have in the past, but um. When I woke up that morning, so she she came and stayed at my parents that night. Right. Um, she was still in college, uh, and she stayed over that Friday night. And Saturday, I told her Saturday morning, my dad and I are waking up early and we're going up to this motorcycle shop just to take a look at a bike. Right. And and her was, instant reaction is, "Oh, he's just going to look. He's not going yeah. to buy." Yeah, she was like, okay. "Okay, so you're going up there with your dad?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." And, and you know, being a college girl, she slept till like noon. Uh, not necessarily, sorry, not just a girl, but a guy too. You would sleep till noon. Sexist, misogynist. I know. Did it again. Yeah. Did it again. Singled out the women. Me too. Um, (laughs) hashtag. Uh, so I left early shop opened at like whatever, nine or 10 o'clock and we got up there. Um, and she's still sleeping. And of course, when you go to buy something, even whether it's a car or a motorcycle, it just takes time. You go Absolutely. out, you test ride it, you negotiate the terms with them. They go back and forth. They get the paperwork out. Then you're going to call the insurance company when you yeah. finally make the deal, blah, blah, blah. And like one thirty rolls around and they're like, okay, it takes about 45 minutes for the... That's pretty significant. So you're saying you were you were there at nine o'clock in the morning? At whatever time it was. It took two hours to finally like get a deal done. Yeah. Um... And they said, okay, it's going to take the DMV like 45 minutes Ugh. to process the plates and everything. Like, right. why don't you go get lunch, call the insurance company, get squared away. Yeah. And at the time I was like, holy shit, Gracie's going to kill me. <laughs> like, she's at home at my parents' house. So she wasn't going to kill you because you got a bike. She was just going to kill you she because, kill you me because she's at my parents' house. Uh, my Hello. mom might be there, but she doesn't want to go downstairs and like, hi, how, how are you? Yeah, we're just going to sit here. You know, this is still early on in yeah, our relationship today. Course. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. Um, so yeah, she was, she had been awake for like an hour and I'm thinking like, oh my God, we got to go out for lunch. I got to go right. get the cash out of the ATM. So when you come back with the bike, I didn't. So I, my dad said, and, oh. and his rule was kind of like, don't don't really ride on the highway. Well, in Newburgh to Pound Ridge, New York, it's basically straight highway. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's... And I said to him, I was like, Dad, I got to be honest. I I need to get home. Like Grace Gracie's there, and she's Pissed. she's just hanging out upstairs. Like she she hasn't even been downstairs yet. She hasn't had breakfast, and it's one thirty or two o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe uh, that's more on Gracie than maybe it is. But you know, whatever. She'll hear this, and we'll we'll get to discuss this next. Sorry. <laughs> um. So he was like, okay, fine. He gave me the keys to the car. And uh, he was like, just follow me across the bridge because this is the only bridge I can get across. And then from there, I'll take back roads home. I wait, said, well, okay. hold on. Wait, your dad said this was the only bridge you could get across? Yeah, so across from Newburgh back to the east side on the oh, Hudson oh, River. Oh, okay. You had to yeah, go across, yeah, yeah. To go across that only Newburgh bridge. And right. It's, you know, I thought it was like busy a busy highway. Okay. So I followed him to make sure it was all copacetic. And- so he's riding your bike so he is riding my bike he test drove the motorcycle and i asked him how is it he goes it's great Do so you at this point it? you i had never ridden the motorcycle wow they wouldn't let me because i didn't have my license for long enough i had my license for a week so you had the license yeah but they wouldn't let you drive it they wouldn't let me they said you have to have your license for at least a year that, but these yeah that was just their so if i buy a bike you're you have to go ride it for me and tell me what i want 
technically, well, it all depends on the dealership. Yeah. Like if you buy it from Brookfield Indian, I don't I have no idea what they care about. Right. Whether it, to them it's important that you have your license for a year or not. That's fascinating. So I bolted home, took Gracie out for lunch. And when we got back, I know when we McDonald's? got back, you spring from McDonald's. Now we went to a deli. Ooh, yeah. wow. Fancy. Classy, classy, nice Italian deli. And, uh, we got home and, uh, as we pulled in, my dad was pulling in on a motorcycle <laughs> and I was just, I just had this smile from ear to ear. Like yeah, there's course. no way I could hide it. And Gracie is like, wait a second. And she's looking in the garage door that's open and there's a motorcycle sitting in the garage and my dad is on another motorcycle i was like yeah gracie uh, i got a motorcycle <laughs> and her initial reaction i don't remember okay it was less memorable than my mom's because she well, came you, home. how'd your mom react yeah she came home a, uh like a couple hours later she goes my mom rarely swears she goes what the fuck john really well i cannot <laughs> see cordy swearing <laughs> at know. all and i was like oh and he just was smiling ear to ear as That's well awesome. he was like well, no nate said he could do it now and he you did. know he's got his license and so you paid cash for the bike five grand cash wow Oh, no. Some was cash. <laughs> I maxed out what I could take out of the ATM in a single day. Yeah. Uh, which is like only a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks. And yeah. the rest was on credit card. Oh, hey, um, you got it. You did it. Got the bike. Uh, That's awesome. And so now we just need to get yours. I love riding with Paul. And as I mentioned, yeah. um, it's hysterical the combination of my Euro trash bike and the high-vis jacket and full helmet and gloves and well, pants I would, and boots. I, I, safety is my priority now. I would need the I know high-vis. and I'm I'm with you on it. Like as much as I as much as I want to just like do it in a t-shirt and jeans and and no helmet no. and sunglasses. I, yeah, that's going to suck. Like yeah. inevitably if you do get into that accident when somebody else doesn't see you, I really don't want the skin just peeled off my arms or my hands. <sighs> yeah. Forget it. So let's say I go out riding with you on your Beamer, Paul on his Harley. No, you're on, on your own bike. You know, well, no, no, sorry. Yes. And I'm on the Indian bobber. What do we, uh, like how, what's the sort of respect level there? What do you mean? Like, I mean, obviously you, see you always Harley. put novices up front. So you're up front. Okay. So they're going to be like, <laughs> who's this guy? Yeah. I mean, this guy's obviously, you know, fighting outside his weight class, but, uh, I mean, is is the Indian a respectable bike? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I guess after, um, since last night was the first time uh, seeing Indians in person, mm-hmm. on one hand, I was like, okay, are they just trying to imitate Harleys? Obviously not. Indian's been around for a long ass Actually time. Actually longer than Harley. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and Harley just has such an ingrained yeah. image in American culture. Yes. Um which is why, like, doesn't matter if Indian's older or Triumph is older or Buell or right. whoever is older. Uh, Buell's not. I think Buell's a Harley Davidson knockoff <laughs> or like their bastard child. Um, and it, it doesn't matter who's older. Like, Harley Davidson just set the yeah. bar. Um, so Paul gets the most respect. I, you would you would get just as much respect as Paul for like, of course I would. when you say respect, oncoming bikes, like, they'll. 
other Harleys will wave at you. There are plenty of times when I pass other Harleys. So you know it's customary to wave at other motorcyclists, right? Yes. It's like the Jeep thing. It's like the Jeep thing. But the Jeep thing, is, it's so lame because you get the I soccer mom or the high school girl who's like, all five fingers up. Hi, how you doing? I drive a Jeep. I suffer just like you do. Like, Come on. No, you don't. You got fucking Bluetooth playing Taylor Swift in there. You're not suffering. Well, when I'm in my BMW and I see another BMW, we give each other the finger. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're like, you're an asshole. I'm better than you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not. You're driving like an 07. <laughs> I'm not me. What is it, 11? It's an 11. It's 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, All right. One. Most people that you're passing by are driving like a 17 or 18. I don't, don't Five series. I, Apple CarPlay. I know. Cool. Not, not even just a heated steering wheel, but like the AC steering wheel, because God forbid it's too hot in the summer for your hands. Hot. It gets pretty hot. Right? Yeah. You have your heated steering wheel. I do. You? And Ugh. I, I, when, when I bought the car, the guy, this is so off topic, but when the guy was like, Hey, this is, no, it's just like heated grips on my motorcycle. I was like, why would anyone need this? And now when I get in my wife's car that doesn't have heated steering wheel, I'm like, this is, you're a pauper. You're a peasant. Mm. I don't even want to look at you. Mm. Fuck it. Poor ass bitch. <laughs> That's why it's her station <laughs> <Yeah>. car. <laughs> it doesn't even have enough time to warm up when no. she drives to the train. Yeah. And I like the next car I buy will definitely 100% have a heated steering wheel. Do Teslas come with heated steering wheels? I, I don't care. I will buy one that does. You'll figure it out. I will figure out how to do it. I really actually they don't have heated steering wheels. I bet they don't. I'm pretty sure BMW is one of the only companies that, that has heated steering wheels. Oh, it's so good. Honestly, I would probably... Wait, is that a... Oh my God, is that a BMW like proprietary technology? I can't, can't be. There's no way. No way. Because I have heated grips on my BMW motorcycle. That's not proprietary <laughs> to motorcycles. I know you're, plenty of others have it. We're getting a little too deep on this. Uh, that, maybe, but I doubt it. We can explore that on maybe a yeah. car podcast. So you would get plenty of respect. Uh, okay. I've, I've definitely been shunned by other Harley Davidson I riders. shun you even though I don't even drive a motorcycle. I'm like, oh, this guy is fucking BMW. Or a Jeep. <sighs> you have no reason to wave to me. No, I would never wave to you. Exactly. Even if I saw you on the street, not in a car, I wouldn't wave Actually, to you. I'm pretty sure the only times that you have ever seen the Jeep on the road and have given it an offensive um, sign yes. have been when somebody else other than me is driving it. When your brother will Like my driving. brother. Or yeah. maybe, no, my mom hasn't really driven it. No, Luckily. whenever I always like try to like- Literally when my brother's driving I it. try to drive the granola Jeep off the road and it's always when yeah. my brother's driving Will texts me, he goes, Nate, you pissed off a lot of people <laughs> on Route 7 because there are a lot of guys that are trying to cut me off the road. And be blue like, beamers. Yeah, that's- um, Yeah, that's Adam. That's Adam. That's Adam doing that. So yeah, don't worry about losing- Respect. I don't have any respect to begin with, so I'm not. So you can only go up. Yeah. You don't have to buy a uh, Mercedes. You don't have to buy a uh, Harley Davidson. I couldn't pull that off. And the Scout Bobber is a perfect entry bike. I dig it, man. I love the style. I love the love because you can do a lot to it. Yeah. Yeah. And the sound is ridiculous. Although we didn't hear a stock sound. We didn't hear the stock sound, but we did hear hear the. uh, I hope the stock sound isn't like one of those putt putt. You know, honestly, I don't care about the sound. I know that's what I, I, well, at this point I don't, I don't have a bike. I don't you know will how to ride a bike. Weeks, yeah. I'm sure. All right, man. Well, this has uh, been enlightening. Yep. <laughs> enlightening. <laughs> It'll be more enlightening if we can actually get Paul in here to, to talk about motorcycles since he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, we'll do that. Um, cool. cool. All, All right, right. Man. We'll talk to you next time. See you, Adam. Later.